can't get enough, Mummy Dearest? Double your content by subscribing to our Patreon. Subscriptions as low as $1 a month, because Zach and I are two cheap little hussies and we'll take what we can get. Now, on to the show! Welcome to the Mummy Dearest Podcast, a podcast where we used to talk about the mummy, but now we talk about other movies too. Welcome back, everybody, to the Mummy Dearest Podcast, where we unwrap pop culture from the 90s, 2000s, and today. I'm Zach Mellon. I'm Sloane Steele. And today we're unwrapping Vertical Limit. Your dad's dead, Joe. Your dad's dead, Joe. Wrong movie, but yes, same energy. Same energy, you guys. We have so wow. much to tell you about, you guys. I mean, they don't make them like this anymore, Zachary. This is one of this is the one of the episodes where we're just gonna talk about the movie because, like, There's I don't love anything about. more. I don't yeah. love anything more anymore. I'm gonna get Vertical Limit merch. I mean, here's the thing: is that Paul watched it with me and he was like this movie is horrible i'm like this is an incredible film so i don't know what you're talking about it, it transported was, so me to everest i read like the <laughs> i read like the goofs like that happened during this movie and it's literally the whole movie is a goof like all of the like like whoopsie daisies they left on screen yeah yeah so like you can um so one of the main ones is like you know when the dad plummets to his death right in the first 2 minutes of the movie yeah who could forget Apparently, you can see his hand dangling on the top of the screen for like three (laughs) seconds until he drops. (laughs) Yeah. Or like when they say that they don't have any water, there's like water dripping all around them. And they're literally in snow. (laughs) They're literally in melting ice. They're they're like, we don't have any water. Like lick the wall. (laughs) Lick the wall, you idiot. Also, like they weren't up there for that long. Like, I think you... I think sickness sets in pretty fast on on the old mountain, on the old K2. It's like any mountain you're on in a 90s or 2000s movie, you're going you, to die. die like in a quarter of the time. Like I just like, Zach, before we like get into the film. You know how like, long I've gone without water before? Like I haven't had a sip of water yet today. That's what Maybe I'm saying. I it's won't like, have any. I'm very thirsty. Yeah, no, I mean. I'm having I, a fiber I have juice. edema. I'm 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 stabbing myself with decks right now. You have hape. <laughs> I'm um, okay. I have edema and I need to be rescued from the top floor of my home. Airlifted. By Bill Paxton. <laughs> By Chris O'Donnell. Um, Woo! all right, so let's get into it. So this movie was released on December 8th, 2000. Weird time to be released, I feel like. But um yeah. the tagline was hold your breath. That doesn't even make sense. Literally makes ah, no it's sense. It's like maybe for like a diving movie. An ocean movie? But yeah. Like, hold your breath. What? <laughs> Wait, what? That makes literally the ta- no sense. Right on the front of the movie poster is hold your breath. I, like we could like, we could literally make a better tagline right now. Kara been there, done that. No way you're going to make it. That's perfect. That's what I'm saying. It's that's like literally that's literally perfect. That Hold that tagline breath? makes no, but like 
why would they hold their breath? They're in a, on a mountain. What? What do you mean? Anyway, I don't know. That's what okay. I, I don't. Okay. So the budget was 75 mil, but it did gross 215 million. So like this was a box office hit. This was it. This is. Are you ready for the director? Hit. No, I didn't even look. I held it back for you. Okay. Martin Campbell directed this movie. He also directed Casino Royale. He directed two James Bond movies, Goldeneye and Casino Royale. He also directed both Zorro movies, The Mask of Zorro and Legend of Zorro. And ready for this one, we talk about it. We talk about this movie frequently, but we haven't done it yet. Beyond Borders. That is really weird. Okay. Also, I was like looking at like that girl, the 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 nurse girl. <clears throat> yeah. I was looking. I'm like, where do I know her from? She's from Goldeneye. So that makes sense. Yes, there's a he does a lot of golden eye. Remember that um, song? <laughs> the composer <gasps> is James Newton Howard. He did Jungle Cruise, King Kong from 2005, and Ready for It, Congo. It's <laughs> perfect. You guys, like, I don't okay. So, the cast also is literally movies that like. I'm going to tell you the cast and their ages and then tell you what movies we've watched them in on the Mummy Dearest podcast. And we never like planned this. There were just we only don't plan this. 12 working actors in this time right. period. So Chris O'Donnell was 30 and we've obviously seen him in Batman and Robin and Batman Forever, which you can listen to both on our podcast. Yes. Bill Paxton was 45. We did Twister. And obviously he's in Titanic. We haven't done that yet. Robin Tunney, 28 years old. She was in The Craft. Big Mummy Dearest podcast movie. Mm-hmm. Tamuera Morrison, 40. He was in this movie for about five to seven minutes, but we, he was in 40 Days and 40 Nights. Bizarre. Ben Mendelsohn, 31. We haven't done him yet, but whatever. Okay. Who's Ben Mendelsohn? He, ben Mendelsohn, did you watch Bloodline? Like one minute of it. He's in like a lot of stuff. He was the one who he was one of the ones who got blown up on the side of the mountain um, when they when it was leaking, when the nitro was leaking out. Yeah, I'm still uh, something about this movie that was very unclear to me is why did they have so much nitro on them? They were going to like when all they needed was that one. Well, I guess it was like they had the three teams. So whoever got there first would blow up the cave or crevice. I don't understand why anybody would blow up a mountain that doesn't seem like the way to do it i think all they had to do is like dig i don't understand how nitro works it that's not how it works first of all it's just kind of leaky what it's for is for paul walker's supras yeah that's what i thought like get that's a nitro what i don't boost. get yeah exactly so i don't understand why it was being used on okay but let's like rewind, rewind, rewind. Well, Number the original, one. this was originally meant to be a sequel to Cliffhanger. Okay. That is if that helps. so funny because the Cliffhanger vibe, I mean, the opening scene is literally like ripped from Cliffhanger. The font? The, the, wait, 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 wait. The CGI eagle in the beginning of this, you guys, we will post that. On, like we have to post that on the account. Like we have to, yeah. we have to post my video. Um, but like, why not just use stock footage of an eagle? Like, there's got to be plenty there of that. There has to be eagle footage. There doesn't like. Also, amount, you didn't even have to have an eagle. Like, you didn't have to. We didn't need it. We didn't need that shot. 
We didn't need it. What like, we're you guys, about, it you was guys, a like... CGI'd eagle. Poorly. <laughs> like, like so poorly CGI'd. It looked like it was like Storybook Weaver. Like they added it. It was like the rock as the Scorpion King. It was a it was like a level below that. It was below that. Yeah. It was it wasn't even that good. It was like what it they should like have done Roblox. was it was like they, a Minecraft eagle soaring through the air. It was crazy. And Roblox multiple is shots. like really in the news lately. I mean Kim Kim K sex tape in Roblox. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, I really I know. wish um, Zach would let me do the Kardashians on here because I'm obsessed with the let news you. Thing. I didn't know you wanted to. I mean, I can we? Sloan, I was going to text you the other day and say we should really be recapping the new Kardashian show. Zach, literally tonight, I'll hop, I'll hop on here and we can do it. Okay. I was, I was, did you watch it? I watched it twice. Zach, I'm, uh, Scott Disick is going to die by the end of the season. He's not alive. There's no way this he's is one live. of the, It's one of the best shows on television. I don't care what anyone says. It, guys, it's, it's, it was truly one of the best things I've ever seen it's, other than the movie Vertical <laughs> I literally laughed out loud. I cried. I, I'm I, obsessed. You don't understand. Travis and Courtney, it's, it's worse than you think. It's all so self-aware and funny. Like Chloe makes me laugh. When she said told the vagina. Kim to say something, the vagina thing was hysterical. Then she goes, Kim, you're doing this for whatever, whatever in your kids. And then Kim says the same exact thing. And Chloe goes, Nailed She's it. Like, That's what I said. Nailed it. It's so cute. Anyway, all right. Sorry, but there's nothing better than when some when you say something and someone repeats it to the person that they're like, yeah, because they're like, with. wow, that was really good. Yeah, you're like, I knew it. I knew it. It's just so funny that they're talking about like literally like million dollar lawsuits and like you still have the same reaction. Chloe's like, nailed it. And then Chloe go and then Chloe goes, oh my god, Kim, we talked about your sex tape on season one. This is good luck. <laughs> okay, guys, sorry. This is not a Kardashians recap. Episode. All right. Whoa. Okay. Chris O'Donnell's really hot. Um, he was and he wasn't, but he was. He Mainly was, he was. Well, he was for the first 10 minutes. When he has that little bandana around his neck, I did want to I did want to have sex with him. He had shorter hair in the beginning, and I thought that, that was better. I didn't really love his like flock. He at the end he does like a side part like college boy look which I didn't appreciate. I didn't mind the messy look. I just like but here when he had a hat on he was hotter. I feel like beanies are hot. Like a beanie's yeah. hot. Hot I just, hot little beanie. I don't understand how you climb a mountain with that amount of gear on your body. Maybe I said it- something to Sloan. I said I said, why isn't this movie like talked about more? Because like it's no worse than like the other action movies that we all love. No, but then I a, said it's a terrible movie, but it's very watchable. But then I said, people hate snow movies. Yeah, it's tr- so true. <coughs> Sorry, couldn't guys, be, I'm couldn't be more still true. kind of sick, so I'm going to be coughing the whole time. Um, I'm an empath, so I've developed a runny so nose. Sloan will be sick too. Yeah. 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 Um. So I'm going to be sicker. Yeah. The reason that people don't like snow movies is because, like, one, there's it's not sexy at all. Well, you're completely covered up. You're completely covered. You can we can't even see your hands. It's not. We can't sexy. see any part of your body. 
That's what I'm saying. It's like, it's sexy in the sense that you're like, what's under that body? It's like watching Billie Eilish. It's like, what's under, what's going on underneath the clothes. It's like, so it's not sexy. I don't really wonder what's going on underneath her clothes, just to be clear. It's too cold. Like as someone who is cold nine months out of the year in New England, like it's, I don't, I don't want that. I don't. Well, the other thing is it's like, Unless it's a movie about like people that live in the snow and that's where they live for a purpose or like the like the revenant or something like that, then right. it's like a snow movie I can get behind because like there's a purpose for them to be in the snow. There is no reason for mm. anyone to be on Everest. Does it need to happen? All of this. So was I feel chosen. nothing. All of this yeah. was chosen. This is all your fault. You have yeah. done this to yourself. You what are, are you holding a, my mic stand. You are an oh. idiot. You're an idiot. I simply no, tr- would not go. I literally wrote, I wouldn't, I have not one, not one like desire to do any of this. I have no desire <clears throat> to, I'm scared of driving on a highway. I'm not going to slap on some crampons and $50,000 of equipment and nitro that explodes in the sun and go climb up a fucking mountain for what? It's so stupid. For what? To conquer for- nature? How big is your fucking ego? I know. Like, let nature be better than you. It's literally better than you. It's there. Guess what? Nature's better than you. Like, you, like, you're, while you're in Brooklyn, I'm in Everest. Like, that's on, I'm Everest and you're in Brooklyn. That's what it is. Like, that's nature. That's what nature is. It's like, we don't, we don't, and we can't conquer nature. Nature to humans, you're a clown. You're a clown. You're a clown. I'm a, a clown. A clown? You're a clown. Clown, how dare you? <laughs> Beast. <laughs> um, okay, God, I, but the I first, say that to myself like once a day. Beast. The first 10 minutes of this movie, I was on the edge of my seat. I knew what was going to happen and I still... I didn't remember at all. No, I, I didn't remember either. I just, as soon as I saw the dad, I was like, well, he's dying right now. He's going. He's going down. He's yelling timber. How uncomfortable was that scene? Like, that was like weird. I would very quickly cut my father down. And then they tell, and then the way that they do this scene is like, the dad's like, cut me down, cut me down. And then you don't know if they're going to, I mean, you know, but like, they don't like let you know if they're going to. Yeah. And then it's just a shot of the ground. And then he just (coughs) wax into the ground. Smashes into the ground. (laughs) The thing is, if they showed that for real, he would have popped like a watermelon. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's the thing about hitting the ground like that is that you literally explode like a watermelon. Although, while on the way down, it would be terrifying. Very, from that altitude, quick death. Quick death. I think that would, yeah, I. I wouldn't want that death. How would you want to die? Um. And like, and not asleep in your bed, like cancel out like the easy way out. Um, does it have to be like a terrifying, like, do I have to pick a terrifying death? Like a, like a freak accident. I feel like there's a, there's like a gopher hole next to my house Yeah, and it's getting bigger by the day. Any moment now, I know I'm slipping in that gopher hole. 
Did I tell you, speaking of freak accidents, remember that really bad hurricane that was in like the Boston area a little while ago? My, my aunt's neighbor, who's also her best friend, her husband went outside to help their neighbor, got sucked into a storm drain and drowned. I don't want to go that way. I think you told me that. I did. I did tell you this. It's the most... It's the most freakish thing. And he, his body washed up like out of another storm drain blocks away, like just out in the streets. Sucked into a fucking storm drain. This is the thing. Stay indoors. Don't help people. Don't climb Everest. Stay inside your house. You'll never die. Develop agoraphobia. Be safe. Mentally unstable, but safe. Physically safe. Yeah, I mean. I mean, there's no, um, every time you go outside, you risk death. All the time. Whenever I walk past a window unit, I go, this one's coming down right on the old noggin. I don't want to die like that. Well, speaking of this, though, mm-hmm. what is it with Chris O'Donnell and watching his parents drop to their death? He, dem- every movie, he demands it. Demands you guys, it. Guys, what we're referring to is in Batman Forever, Chris O'Donnell's character, Robin, watches his parents drop to their death. Loves and it. in this movie, like literally the same thing. He well, he has to murder his. What dad. are the odds? Like, what are the odds that you're in two movies where you watch your family just die from falling? I mean, a lot of people fell to their deaths around this time period, though. From like nineteen right. nine, from nineteen eighty seven to like two thousand three, people were falling to their deaths in movie like constantly. Whether they were being like thing, shaken, yeah. shaken over the edge of a building by like a mobster or a vertical You're limit right. situation, this was even just in a clueless. Thing. Even in clueless, when even in clueless, Ty exactly. was being held over the. Exactly, that's what falling I'm saying. was a big threat. It was. That's what I'm saying. Like, stay home. You're in imminent danger around yeah. every corner. Danger lurks. So, anyway. Okay. Tro- big trope. Give it to me. High te- high tech base camp. What I what I need to know is what what are the calculations? There's no weather report at Kathmandu. You can't just be like weather comet. You have to have these like. NATO level huge NATO computer and this is like also Congo vibes like you're in a tent there's heavy Congo vibes there's uh, like computers there's people in and out why were What's there the hundreds Wi-Fi? of people What's the Wi-Fi at this base situation? camp the broadband hookup Can they're you always there okay so there's always people there's always a party at base camp I don't know you're if right. I've mentioned this but for some reason, Paul, for years, got a subscription to Outside Magazine. Every issue has, you know, some story about Everest or base camp or climbing. And, you know, sometimes you get stuck in a bathroom and you have nothing to do. So you're going to fucking read an Outside Magazine. And it sounds like you go there for the party and then to die, I guess. Yeah, I think like before a big expedition, there's like a big party at base camp and everyone has sex and fucks and drinks and blows each other. and then like. And then you go climb. And then you go climb or you go to find like a killer gorilla or something. <laughs> or like go find your dead wife's body or that, that. That was. That was. I didn't understand. Paul like, kept like kind of popping in and out of the movie. And he's like, wait, what is he doing there? He's looking for his wife's body. 
I'm like, I, I didn't even know that that's yeah. what he was doing there until we found the frozen body. They mentioned it. They were like, he always climbs alone. He's looking for his wife. But how did Bill Paxton kill her? He didn't give her the decks. He took it for himself. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. The frostbite sure. foot. <laughs> the so massaging like, of the tolus foot. This guy whips out, <laughs> whips out a stub and just, I mean, we really get a shot of him lathering it up, just, just rubbing on this stub for like a it, solid yeah. 30 seconds. We didn't need it, to land yeah. on it for quite so long. CGI looked great on that. I mean, they might have just cut off his toes. I think back in those days, that's what you would have done. I mean, I would, I feel like I wouldn't mind being with somebody that didn't have any toes. Wouldn't bother me that much. Or like, yeah, I mean, I don't want to like. I think it's, I I go to the beach a lot. I don't know. I think there's something like that's so badass about like missing digits or limbs. I think I can see. Yeah, I'm not surprised that that's big for that, you that, that's a big yeah like, <laughs> like, like a, a big facial scar and you're you have a peg leg and a parrot yeah. on your shoulder i think a shop Woo! teacher is like right up your alley like oh my god if there was only like a <gasps> shop professor like a professor of, of shop at a yeah. college i could like like a in a tweed blazer with no yeah. no fingers no fingers <laughs> and a big scar <laughs> big, and i if I ever got the chance to date a guy with an eye patch, it's a shame that one, like that one political guy is like a super Republican because he's hot and has one yeah. eye. Yeah. So. One eyed, one eyed Republican. What's his name? Dan, Dan, the man <laughs> who cares anyway. Um, I can't laugh too hard or else I'll go into a coughing fit. Um, All right. Back to Everest. Paxton's screen presence is his his big dick energy is it's that guy must have been swinging the biggest cat like the biggest capicola sausage in his pants when he walks onto that camera it's like i was like my smile was ear to ear i was like this man i was giddy I was giddy. I love him. I love him. Because remember, I, I had never seen True Lies until you made me watch it. That's right. The vet and gets him wet. The vet gets, when I saw him in that, I was like, I'm obsessed with this man. Like, he's fucking so cute. And then he's so cute. I mean, like his voice, the way that he's just like. His teeth are so cute. Oh, I met, they all have, they all have real teeth and they all have like real faces in this movie. Like beautiful faces. Robin Tunney, like is not the quintessential, like leading lady that you're going to cast these days. And like, she's so cute. So cute. Adorable. Like has normal teeth. That guy that like, that dies with her. The guy that like. Oh yeah. Normal man. He like attractive guy, normal teeth. Bill Paxton. Like normal teeth, like a hand, like Bill Paxton looks like he could potentially be like your neighbor. Oh, for sure. If you ran into Bill Paxton at a cookout, like in elementary school, like like, he's one of the dads, like he's a dad at a cookout, but like he's also like he's just very magnetic on screen. There's just some people that really do have a presence. He has such a presence. I'm obsessed. I love to see him on screen. I know we're about to cover this. 
there's someone that we're about to cover who has a a very large presence on screen, but it fills, it fills me with negativity and it's Oliver Platt. He has screen presence, but in the wrong way for me. I can't, I don't know how else to say it. It's very, it's very creepy. It's all I see. If Oliver Platt's in a scene, I'm only watching him. So he's a steen, uh, he's a scene stealer, but yeah, I feel darkness around him. Guys, we're doing, you know, for over a year, we've been really upset about the the arguing over Bill Paxton and Bill Pullman that our fans and us have. And you guys have been consistently wrong, and we're sorry to call you out yeah. like this. We're just, yeah, it's just we really need you guys to get on board with Bill Paxton, and we're going to be covering Lake Placid, and we need you guys to really pay attention and like really focus we don't know why you like bill pullman more we don't get it we need like if you could let us know why we'll, we'll yeah we'll at post, least 10 bullet points like yeah we'll post two we'll post the bills again i think we post to the grid and let people tell us why they're pullman versus paxson because i honestly think it's just out of control at this point I, I agree. And I think the i think a grid post poll is a better option i think it'll give us more time yeah. And I want to know why. And I think it's an accident. But Bill Paxton's son, who follows me on Oh My Erotica, I'm on his close friends list. Like I get his green story. And I don't know why. I don't know why. Well, we'll find be, out. I'm going to DM him and be like, is your dad really hot? You probably you should think? have DM'd him before this movie. Well, you told me that before Twister, too. Maybe we'll get him. Maybe I'll ask him to come on for Titani. Okay, perfect. Do you want him to come on for Tani? Titan? Or maybe we of could be like, what's your favorite movie of your dad's? And then we'll just do it again. Yeah, because he's going to be because like, it's definitely going to be Twister. It's going to be Vertical Limit, Twister or True Lies. That'd be so cool if your dad was like in like big classic Hollywood 90s action movies. Like, uh, I know. So sick. I wish my dad was Sylvester Stallone. I guess I never realized like how many action nineties movies that I loved Bill Paxton was in. Like, yeah. And like, he's never really, he's not an action star. He just, no, he's, he's never the action star. He's just near the action. Yeah. And movies like this always need like that millionaire presence. Yeah, they need an Elon Musk type. Yeah. They always need like the millionaire presence. That's like not going to be able to make it. Like, it's like they think they can because they're never told no, but they're really like a little, they're, they're not ready for the, for the, they're like not when ready Lance for Bass wanted to go to space. Is that in a movie or did that happen? That happened in life. Did he go? No. Did he train? I believe so. Where at like space camp? Yeah. Is that a probably, real thing? Maybe they were filming a movie. I don't. It was real. He wanted to go to space. Okay, but wait, like he just wanted to like check it out or like just fly in and fly out? I think he was probably still closeted. It was like a tough time for him. Like <laughs> I'm gonna go to space. He's like, I guess I'm I, gonna go to a new planet. I kind of remember this. Like <laughs> it's like kind of fuzzy, like it's Lance so Bass wanting to go to space. Poor Lance, I know. I mean, now it's like People can just go to space. If you're rich enough, instead of helping people, you can just go to space for like 10, 10 to 15 minutes. $22 million yeah. buys you 15 minutes in space. It's a bargain. With Elon Musk. 
if I had to choose between dying on like the colonies on this hellfire planet versus going to Musk world on Mars. Hellfire colonies. That would be a toss up, but I think hellfire. I don't want to live on Mars. No, you and I would much rather live in 1603. Yeah, I could, I could, I could do that. But if Elon Musk is like, I've got the body, but if Elon Musk was like, we'll have internet. Well, Wi-Fi, it would be, it would be tough. I'd be like, I just saw a TikTok of a guy who lives solely in the metaverse and it gave me full fledged anxiety. I don't, I literally don't even want to hear about this anymore. I know. No, I watched the TikTok like six times because it was so horrifying and like, I couldn't get my eyes off of it. But now you're only going to get metaverse TikToks. I haven't yet. I don't know, like the way I kind of want them though. Like I kind of want to like see it's honestly like he lives, he sleeps in like a crib in real life. What do you mean? He sleeps in a crib. You know, when a crib turns into a toddler bed. Yeah. That's what he was sleeping in. And he would sleep with the metaverse pack on his head, like on him. And he would wake up and like metaverse shower, like, I'm I'm not kidding you. It was like very dark and scary. And like he would go to like a really good job in the metaverse. He'd come home and he'd be sleeping in like a penthouse with like a big huge flat screen TV where he would just watch movies on the flat screen TV. Even though he was living in like a crib. Like a slum sleeping in a yeah, like in sleeping in a crib. But like who's filming this video of him sleeping in a crib and it was, going to the It metaverse? was like in the it was like in a corner. It was like I don't like, like anything you just told cam. me. I, I don't like anything you just so you just watched on on a loop a video of a grown man sleeping in a crib while living in virtual reality. Like living in like the best life virtual reality. This is this is the future that liberals want. And it's disgusting. Okay. We need um, family values again. <laughs> they uh, <coughs> I'm dying. Um the helicopter scene on the side of the mountain. Okay, okay. <laughs> so you guys, for 47 minutes of this film, <laughs> there was a scene where people tried to jump from a helicopter onto a rocky cliff. But when I tell you this scene went on. I went and I literally went up, got a snack, came back. The scene was still happening. It was crazy. That woman's arm like got sliced. I, you know, it's so funny. I kept saying things to Paul and then they would happen. Like I would be like, how is this helicopter blade not like chopping people's heads off? And then like the next second, she's just like, ah, ah. yeah, <laughs> no, it was like really stupid like it was stupid this guy is flying a hel- a, a military helicopter like so high up this mountain and then like i guess the winds are like knocking it around but like the people have to swing themselves with the packs of strap with with dynamite or whatever and like swing onto a sliver of rocky cliff like i didn't understand any of it why it also takes them like okay so like a handful of people die. It takes them like 19 weeks to get up there. Yeah. And then when they find her, they're back down. But here's the other thing is like they go to find the sister and like everyone, the sister's on death's door, but everyone else is 
also dying. So how did they get her down if they are also That's what dying? I said. I wrote, I literally just sort of, how everyone's, the fuck did they get back? Like Everyone's dying. It's like, how literally, how did they get, they could barely get there. And like, how are they going to, like, And it's, now they're going back? He and had like, to very jump, and, he had to jump across a crevasse. A canyon. I the, I know. And I actually wrote. I Did remember he throw like, her? That scene was like. Remin- I like remember seeing that on a preview or something. That was like. I'm sure that was a big ticket. Scene. Yeah. That was like the ticket scene. I just simply again. Like I don't understand how. You have two hooks. Are you pit. Are they sticking into soft snow. Ice. Rock. How is that. Hap- what's happening there. That's a big trope too, is like getting, is like you're the sliding and, and you've you got an ice pick. pick. Yeah. And, you, and it doesn't it stick till you. the very end. Yeah. Like you keep slamming it into the ice and it's not working. But at that last second, the cliff ends. Guess what? It Baby, catches. it catches. There's a hook at the end and you got it. It doesn't, it's like, and it's just, that's a constant scene. Then there's a scene where she has like a thing that connects a falling chunk of ice to the mountain. And she's like, I just simply would not do any of this. It doesn't make any sense. No, none of, I would allow myself to die with, with grace. I would be like, this is, Zach, I, I would be famous because I would be the first person to ever die at base camp. They would be like, she, she died walking be like, from we can the get van. You out to of, they're like, we can get you tent. out of here. No problem. You're like, nope, this is it. I'm going to die. This is it. I'm going to die. <laughs> I'm dying right, right here, right now. I'd, I really, I really think I would, I would just, I have a friend from high school who climbs Everest and I know I should have invited him on. He's someone from Miami. He's a he's a world memory champion. His name's Nelson Dellis. He's written a really great book. If you want to like learn how to remember things, it's called Remember It. So he's an author. He is an athlete. He is climbs Everest. And I to him, I say, why? 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 He wrote this long Instagram post the other day about like how he like tried to summit and couldn't and like the weather conditions and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, and he was like talking about like, you know, going through it and the pain of not being able to like conquer a goal. And I was like, Nelson, you need to chill. Like I didn't get out of bed this morning. No, that's what I'm saying. I I just don't like. You don't need to do this. We don't need to climb a mountain. All I wanted to do was not eat chocolate for one day. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Couldn't fucking do it. And also, if you're up on Everest, you like have to just all you're eating is like goo packs and protein bars. I can't do that. What joy do you get out of any of this? I don't know. Like it's it looks miserable and you're just so puffy. Like you're in so many layers. Like I don't understand. I hate getting into the car like that. I hate getting it's like it's so how do you how are they maneuvering around? How are they nimble enough to hang on to sides of mountains? When I put on my like snowboarding gloves, I'm basically like a marshmallow man in like a mascot costume. I can't do anything. Have you ever like, okay, so this is a big New England thing. I'm sure it happens everywhere else where it's cold, but like when you okay, so it's zero degrees outside, but you've got to go shopping, you've got to run errands, you put on hat, gloves, winter coat, boots, you get into Target. 100 degrees. It's a hundred degrees. 
It's nothing now in the shop. Now you don't even need a shopping cart, but you need one because you take everything you need off. To put, you have to take everything off. Yeah. When I went to school at, at Mizzou in the dead of winter, the the classrooms would look like people had like been raptured and all right. the clothes were just in piles on the floor and everybody would be sitting there in like just the like the very base layer that they had everybody's sitting in like thermal underwear right you're in like a thermal like, t-shirt yeah and nothing else and there's just piles of clothes everywhere you look it was crazy like, and then and wait, so remember at- going to the club when it's like <coughs> 12 degrees outside and like the girls would just be in like we would all be dead. We'd be dying. We'd got edema. All of the girls were in teeny tiny dresses, skirts. Glitter it didn't skirts. matter. It getting, didn't matter. Getting getting edema. Strappy heels. So we could go to Shattered for one one shitty well drink. The, I used out. my mom used to call them um, car to curb shoes or something or like. Oh yeah. Like, like curb to car or like door to curb or something like them. all it is it's like you just have like the car just to drop you off like right at the door like, oh yeah you can't you can't go you like, can't walk any further right you're done you're cooked done done yeah i have a lot of those shoes and i hate them and i hate well, them you don't okay. have to wear them anymore what else do you have shoe wise or notes wise notes wise oh hold on let me whip them out we got like Let four minutes. Sorry, guys. I'm cutting this a little short. Found out I had a haircut. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, okay. No matter what accident someone is in in a movie, they always cough. So oh, much yeah. coughing. The coughing in this movie. I don't. I won't watch Breaking Bad because of the coughing. It's a lot of coughing. Yeah, I won't watch it. You, this episode that you're listening to right now, people probably are going to be like, there's a lot of coughing in this. Yeah, sorry, um, guys. At base camp, there's always wacky naked guys, always in a base camp situation. Always, a, be, Yeah, because you know you're going to die. Also, there's though, always, like if someone with a scrotum, that's the last place I want to be naked in. I mean, I feel like that that could just stick to a chair so easily. Oh, I wasn't even thinking of that, but yeah, you're right. I just, just there's nothing more uncomfortable to me than like a shriveled, freezing scrotum. Ugh. Um. <clears throat> okay, I said Annie on Sports Illustrated. I like forgot about Sports Illustrated, so that was just like kind of was like, Ugh. um, uh, yeah. Where's that magazine? I don't know. I learned Morse. <laughs> I learned Morse code for a school project. And I've never had to use it, but I'm glad I know it. I only learned SOS. Well, we should brush up because my next question is, what survival skills should everyone know? Do you have any? Do you have any survival skills? I like don't, but I feel like I could survive for like a longer period of time than you think. Like, I'm like, I think it's just because like I'm calm. Like I'm like, when those situations, I'm just calm. Mm hmm. And I'm like, when you're guys, like, stuck up. when you're stuck on Everest. Yeah, no, not on Everest. On Everest, I would just lay there until someone found me or I died. I would just I simply would just die. In all of these movies, I would be like, you guys, I'm gonna save you the trouble. Here's my pack. There's there's really nothing in it. Maybe half a new uh, half of uh, uh what are those what are those Nutrigrain Valley bars? 
the really yeah, but crumbly the crumbs ones. Would, yeah, the crumbs. Nature would Valley. Just, you would suffocate in the crumbs. That's hold your breath because Sloan's opening up one of her crumbled right. up Nature Valley bars. Because if you in the dust of a Nature Valley bar, you're never going to breathe again. My dad is breathe obsessed again. with the peanut butter Nature Valley granola bars. And it's literally like there's no there's actually no worse food. It's no. thick. It it shreds your mouth. And then the peanut butter makes it, it turns into a paste where it's like you actually can't breathe while you're eating it. You'd you die while you're eating those bars. Neut- those like those nature valley va- nature valley bars are like it's weird because they're so hard to bite. But once you bite it, it all crumbles immediately. It's the it's every texture at once. It's like a big hard piece of chalk. You it's bite like hard it. Tack. It's it's literally hard. It's what sailors would eat. You're correct. Yeah. It doesn't but make then sense. You bite it, and it's completely lost all You're of its like, toughness. All right. It's You're like, like there well, it goes. That first bite, it's like you ha- you have to get. It's like you have to get the perfect ratio because if you go too far, right. you can't bite through it. The whole bar. Yeah. It's such a it's such a ballet to eat this and you don't and you never want to eat it that's the other thing this is like no you like think you're, you you're do. forced I, yeah they're forced. always like it's always like what's just in a cookie i have them like right now like in a huge jar in my kitchen but th- i don't i never eat them i oh i'll just eat them like in an emergency like i'm yeah. like i have nothing else in my house i need breakfast i wanna we can end on this because i asked you for space very fast I just want to let you know that I I purchased biscotti because I thought to myself this is a it's a little treat it's not too sweet it'll be a little like with my tea I'm at the age now where I'm purchasing biscotti and last night I bought the biscotti I dunked it in my tea I took a bite and I was like this is fucking horrible this is a horrible it's experience it's bread it's like, it's like bread it's with stale bread. It's stale bread that's like slight. It's it tastes like I'm eating something from like the 1300s that's when they just discovered. Like I got like my ration of sugar from like my yeah. my like my lord, and that's what I made yeah. with it to feed my family. And it's like, why? What am I doing here? Why did I buy this? It's literally oh. the most. When you said that, I was like, well, you're not going to get what you want because I hate biscotti. I don't. I just want to know, like. Do you, does anybody out there like biscotti or have you convinced yeah. yourself that like, it's like a healthy dessert? I don't, it's I just want to know. Healthy. It's, it's like, not, it's, it's a bad cookie. You're cheating when you have biscotti. And if you're, if you choose biscotti to cheat with. What does that probably say? wouldn't be friends. Yeah. But that's like what I was trying to do. Then I was like, this is, this is literally bullshit. What am I doing? No, you here? just have to allow yourself to cheat. <gasps> Let's end on this. I saw a TikTok. I meant to send it to you because it was such a great. <coughs> I know Zach and I talk about toxic diet culture and we participate in it every single day of our life. Mm-hmm. But I found a TikTok that I thought was really helpful. It's was talking about don't subtract add. If you're going to have a cookie, have a cookie, but eat the cookie like crumbled up on top of a bowl of like full fat yogurt get a protein mm. in so it was like yogurt berries and a cookie so it's like you don't just imagine eat a getting a chips ahoy and crumbling it over yogurt that's what that's literally what this person did they were like i'm using full full fat greek yogurt some fresh berries and i'm crumbling the cookie that i want on top of this 
And she's like, she's like, so you got your cookie. It's delicious. You're enjoying it. But also you're eating things that are going to keep you fuller for longer. And you're getting healthy fats. You're getting some fruit. Like, I thought that was fucking genius. She's like, eat more food. Eat what you want. Eat more food. But like, don't deny yourself and then eat one cookie that you're just going to set yourself up for failure later. Like, well, because one cookie leads to 17. But if you have one cookie on a bowl of yogurt with berries, it's like you're actually doing something good for yourself. You're right. <clears throat> I, that like was that like unlocked something in me. I was like, that's fucking great. I agree. Where can people find you? They can find me eating yogurt bowl cookies. Uh, they can yogurt find bowls. me uh, not at base camp on Instagram <laughs> at I am Sloan Steel at Oh My Erotica on Twitter at Sloan Steel. Zach, where can they find us and where can they find you? They can find us at Mommy Dearest Podcast on Instagram and Patreon. And you can find me at Zach Mellon on Instagram, Twitter. And I think it's Zach D. Mellon on TikTok. Ooh, TikTok. And you can find me getting a haircut in 15 minutes. Okay, go run, baby. Bye. Love you guys. Bye. Love you. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Mummy Dearest Podcast. See you next time. And remember, don't read from the Book of the Dead. Mm-hmm.